0: I'm Dale Lowen here with Matt Williamson. It's a rainy Wednesday here in Pittsburgh, uh, but lots of stuff happening. The Steelers making their roster cuts to 53 yesterday, Yeah, uh, adding some practice squad players today. Season's right around
1: the corner. You mentioned it's rainy. It's a big day here. It's September 1st. You know, kids are back in school. Um, For those that don't know, when I come to the studio, I pretty much always have a t-shirt and like, you know... Usually flip-flops and always shorts. You're dressed like a bum. <laughs> and I was chilly today. Yeah. I'm like, this feels like football. It's kind of wet and rainy. It's, you know, wet and nasty in this in area of the country at the moment. But I'm loving it because it feels like fall For as September rolls in. And preseason is done. You know, all the moves we're seeing around the league are, you know, tw- tweaks to rosters and some, you know, sort of big decisions. But... Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I guess there's a lot of waiver claims. I mean, people are building practice squads. So, this next two weeks, I think, will be kind of interesting. And the other thing is, meanwhile, all the coaches are getting two weeks to really dig into their week one opponent, too. You know, so there's a lot going on.
0: There is a lot going on. Um, In case you uh, missed it yesterday, obviously, if you're a Steelers fan, you probably didn't. Right. They they cut the roster down. We should recap it, though. Yeah. Uh, anything jump out to you about that the the final 53-man roster? I I did a little synopsis on the, every player on the 53-man okay. roster made the, the final we 53. We could do
1: that if you want. I mean, or every position group. I mean, uh, to answer your question, I didn't see B.J. Finney coming.
0: I didn't. That was, uh, that was that the one that kind of shocked me. The rest of them I, I could kind of see. Uh, how, you know that okay. So you don't keep Quincy Roche. That was no real surprise. Yeah, right, right, right. None I mean, of, they were deep there. But, yeah, I, I didn't see Finney. That one shocked happening.
1: me. Yeah, yeah. In terms of you know ones that totally surprised me, yeah. Um, would I have guessed they're fifty three? No, but
0: I came it, pretty close.
1: Yeah, right, right, right. And you know that one was a tough one for me. Um I'm worried about the O line, to be honest. Um, corner. I wish there was a little more there to sink your teeth into, but we'll see. Uh, I mean, uh. Uh,
0: I I think the ro- the roster moves that they made. They kept eight defensive linemen. Team usually Unusual. Only, Team usually only keeps six, six. maybe seven. Mm-hmm. Um they kept eight. That tells me and, and they've they've now acknowledged that Stefan Tuit's dealing with a knee injury. Okay. That's he's got some soreness in his knee. So that's Let's just start
1: there then. Okay. Cuz they're not going to line up <laughs> – all those guys are 300-pounders or more. They're not like, right. you know, on some teams – At Eagles... least 290-pounders. Right, 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 right. I mean, it's not like the Eagles keep 10 defensive linemen and the ed- edge guys are a lot different than yeah. Hargrave. You know, these are all big people that are going to line up somewhere in between the tackles. You will see three of them on the field at times, you know, probably with some regularity. You'll see two most of the time doubtful you ever see one but maybe they have a NASCAR package where Ingram goes inside. So that's why they usually keep 6 and on a rare occasion as you mentioned 7 and not all 6 are usually even active on game day. So what that tells me and you know, tell me if you disagree, they just really like those players. You know the, the guys like Bugs that maybe we might not think much of but we don't want them hitting the open market. We just want that guy as part of the organization.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's some of that, but I also think that the Tewitt injury played a factor in yeah, that as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you think there's an outside shot he's not even active in Week 1? I could I, understand I, I that. Do. Yeah, I think yeah. That, that's a possibility. You they could think. weather that. They play in Week 1 Buffalo. Right. And I know people are looking at this going, well, they're going to go into Buffalo without Stephon it." They probably spend 90% of their time in that game, if not more with two defensive linemen on the field?
1: I would assume so, yeah. 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 It it might even be 100. And as you mentioned,
0: Ingram can play that spot. Can bump in and
1: fits third and real long. Yeah.
0: They don't run the ball at all. They don't run the football. No. Josh Allen's their main ball carrier. Right. They're Uh, not going to suddenly come out after not showing it the entire preseason mm -hmm. as well and line up in an I-formation and try to pound the football. With two tight ends and an extra offensive line.
1: No, not at all. I mean, so I do think the week one opponent is important there. I don't know if you caught this or not either, but Allen appeared in the third preseason game, first time he saw action in the preseason. Right. I think he played a series or two. He played
0: 33 snaps
1: through 13 three passes. Yeah, you know, like it, it hasn't changed. You know, they're, right. they're going to throw and they're going to throw with a lot of receivers on the field. So yeah, it'd be great to have two. It, but it's not a bad opening opponent to be without one of your top interior dudes, especially with Tyson Luulu in, in the picture.
0: Right. So it's going to be, I mean, I would think they start in nickel at the very least. Yeah. And it's going to have, you're going to have two defensive linemen on the field. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be, I mean, at this point, Hayward and Mm Aluilu. Maybe you mix in some Chris Warmly. Maybe you mix in some Melvin Ingram.
1: Maybe. Maybe they've been saving that. (laughs) You know what I mean? That would make some sense. So. I mean, even if. Davis got three snaps and just said attack upfield. That or would make bugs sense. Bugs or whoever so, it, right, it might right, right. be, yeah, whoever's active that day. Yeah, game.
0: as long I mean, as long as Tua healthy, you're okay. This is no different. I know people are looking to just go. Oh my God, they're going to be a, without Tua. It. It's a game. It's a game. We'll yeah. see how long it is. They haven't done anything with him. First of all, mm, he's not on an list. He's not on any list. Right. So you know, until that happens, and you know, then they're looking at this as a short-term issue. Right. 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 Um, there's a there's a if they place him on IR, they can do it for three weeks. Mm-hmm. They can't use the pup. Correct. Because he they didn't use the pup on him to start camp. Right, right, right. So mm-hmm. that's out the window. He can't mm-hmm. and so there's no 6 week thing with him. It's either they ride this out with him or they place place him on IR and he's out at least 3 weeks. The fact that they haven't done anything with the IR move yet.
1: Right. And the fact that they kept eight, Right. You
0: know. Tells you that they feel like he's close, but we'll see where it goes.
1: I mean, ideally, I don't think you want eight fifty-thirds of your roster to be big men on defensive line because they don't help on special teams much. Well, no, two of them do. Two of them do. <laughs> you know, I, I wonder if they're as good as Buddy Johnson or whomever on there. But two of them do, and that is an important distinction. I'll say right. this
0: about Mondo. I was watching him in the preseason, the last two preseason games. One of the first guys down the field on every single. Punt coverage team and kick return team or kick coverage team was Mondo. Really? And I asked Danny Smith about that today. How do you pick and choose where you use those guys? And I was kind of said, can you can you use them both at the same time? Mm-hmm. And he mentioned that when they use Carlos Davis on special teams, nobody blocked him. Like nobody wants to get hit by a 300 pound yeah. guy running down the field. If you because everybody else on the field is 250 pounds or less, who's going to block
1: you? I, I love to mention this. I mean, force equals ma. And yeah. there's a lot of M, and there's a lot of time for those guys those to get guys that Those guys
0: are a both going. like 4.8s. Right? I say they both run, they well, both run well
1: below a five zero, and you get them running 30, 40 yards with a head of steam. And the
0: rules are different now. Exactly. Back in the old days, you would just form a wedge. Right. And, and that could be your wedge yeah. buster or whatever. Right. But still. Which is why they initially started doing that with those guys, is they used that big man as a wedge buster. Well, mm-hmm. now he's just a complete disruptor.
1: He's just blowing somebody into next week. Yeah. 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 So there I guess a, there is more value there. There was a tackle. Uh,
0: Mondu didn't get credit for the the tackle. But he, th- like, hit a guy and threw him back into the return guy. <laughs> And just completely blew the thing up. Somebody else came in and cleaned it up. But it, him knocking the the guy, his got the guy who attempted to block him like five yards backwards, mm-hmm. just completely dis- disrupted the return. It's
1: it, it's almost like grabbing the the heaviest bowling ball you can, <laughs> whip it with all you can, and just see what it blows up. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's going to hit some pins and it's going to do damage. Yeah. And then the other ten or 11, you know, nine can figure and clean it up. You know, those aren't the guys you want chopping your feet. Trying to make a play. They're not going to catch anybody. Right. right. Or you know, turn and run. But they're going to disrupt whatever. If you're going to
0: directionally kick, right, you pick your spot at where you want those guys. Okay, you're, we're going to kick to the right, so we're going to put you on the right. You get down the field as fast as you can.
1: Run over everything in your And bath. just blow
0: up two or three guys, right. and, and we'll clean it up. And people
1: don't think about this, but the the coverage team, they call a play. You know, It's yeah. not exactly like the offense, but they have a, desi- a play design. And if you can wreck it with somebody that big moving that quick... That does make sense. So both those guys do those guys special
0: teams. at least one of them will be active on game day yeah, to yeah, do yeah. that to do that and maybe
1: rotate in yeah. here and there.
0: And know? neither one of them's a bad football player. No, no, and they
1: bring some energy and yeah. some you know athleticism and activeness to that front. But where I was going with this is I don't think you want eight of them in week ten on the roster. You know, one of those guys will probably be on the practice squad at some point. But injuries will happen. And injuries whatnot. will happen. Yeah, and it, just the, obviously the problem is. If you have eight of those guys, you're light somewhere else. Well,
0: and that one of those spots is on the offensive line. Yeah, another yep. one's a cornerback.
1: Right, right, right. Which yep. aren't positions of strength.
0: You got four corners. I I think all four four corners can play.
1: Yeah, and I would imagine they're always active on game yeah. day. You know, but you have probably have an eye open for another maybe. Yes. Yeah,
0: and I think the offensive linemen, especially, you know, if Zach Banner's not ready, then you've right. only got seven healthy offensive linemen right now.
1: Right, right. That's, That's a interesting. problem. Side note: Are Banner and tuit the ones you'd be most worried about for healthy enough for Week One?
0: Oh, absolutely. Okay. There's no one else
1: really in the in the discussion anymore. Okay. So, I mean, I guess you could live with those seven in Week One. It's not.
0: I think you. I mean, it's not ideal. You know, they they did go and sign some guys of the practice squad today. Practice squad, right? The offensive linemen they signed were Chaz Green and John Leglue. Yeah. I mean, which we know who they are. If they don't I mean, bring guys. anybody else in at that position, I would think Chaz Green gets a hat on game days. Yeah, to that be would a race guy, because you can bring two guys up off your practice squad.
1: You think there's any outside chance that after week one they have an Akun or somebody like that on speed dial? I mean,
0: there's a I think there's definitely a chance of that. Yeah,
1: I mean that could make sense. I mean Russell is going to play football this year for somebody. Somebody, you know, yeah. right? So and there's a couple guys that fit that mold. Maybe you know, you just people over. There's a couple things people overreact to through the course of the NFL season. The day camp opens, because not much happens for a week. The Hall of Fame game, whether it's your team or not, it's not very good viewing. And the final 53. Because or the
0: initial 53. The initial, the initial 53, 53.
1: Not the final. The initial 53. Because, really, they're only looking at it as a one-week proposition. They're if not that. looking at it for, se- if that. Now you've got, it weeks.
0: used to be, you you had your cut-downs on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Sunday would be the day you sign your practice squad players. Monday, you're opening practice for, practice for, for your yeah, first yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you get like five extra days built in there. You could roster, you can continue roster building here.
1: Oh, and you could talk to agents. You can make a trade. You know, there's that's why I'm really interested just across the league how these this week and a half, two weeks goes because it's an unprecedented time to prepare for your opponent, which they've been doing already. This isn't going to be the first practice they've had bills related. But also how teams handle trades and Minshew trades and things like that, too. I think there'll be more of those under-the-radar type of deals. And, you know, Cam Newton's going to get picked up by somebody. Yeah. And, you know, but things like that.
0: There were some guys cut loose yesterday. I was kind of texting you with some of these names. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Moreland would make a lot of sense. For
1: yeah, him. I like him.
0: Um, you know, a guy who's strictly a slot cornerback. They don't have a backup slot option at slot cornerback mm-hmm. right now, other than if you want to put Trey Norwood in there. I guess Minka Which is Fitz- feasible. Minka Fitzpatrick's always the he's like the backup everywhere. Yeah, I if you if, that, if worse comes to worse, right? But you don't want to have to do that. But then you're really much
1: weaker at free safety. Yeah, you're, you you know.
0: you're you're killing yourself at two spots.
1: And you probably have to play a different style of defense. I would yeah. think you play too more too high. You know, what I mean, like you just yeah. have to change what you do.
0: So a guy signing a guy like Moreland would make a lot of sense. Uh, John Reed. Washington guy for people who don't yeah. realize was it.
1: good for him. Small, yeah. tough, you know, right, small school guy.
0: Uh, John Reed, who was with the Seahawks, mm-hmm. is another guy. He's a Penn State guy. Uh, he played a, a 115 snaps in the slot last year for, for Seattle, so he's got some experience here. Yeah. Fourth-round pick in 2020. Him, yeah, yeah. Uh, so there's some, there's some talent there. I mean, oh, that's yeah, where he question. was supposed to be drafted at. Right,
1: right. Pure um, slot. Both these guys are pure slots, which is fine.
0: Nickel Roby Coleman is another guy that. Uh,
1: Nickel Corner is named Nick, Nickel Roby Coleman. Yeah, He's was, been around the league. He had a rough year last year. But you wonder some of these guys that have had four or five good years and then they have a difficult year in a new spot, you wonder is it the spot or an injury? Yeah, what, or are, something what was he like being that. asked to do? Is He's it, got more of a track record than those other two you mentioned. It's not bad. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> if you're talking trade. Corners and O line, or what everyone's after. Right. I mean, I don't know if you've looked this far into it, but if you look at Arizona and Chicago's corners, they're like totally unrecognizable. Each one of those we were talking about on today's podcast, and my co-host mentioned these are Arizona's corners. These are Chicago's corners. I really could tell you about full or about really two guys, one on each team. And the rest of them are just unknown. So it's a bad position to be shopping at the moment, yeah. and O-line always is. But just noteworthy. You know, this, this isn't an uncommon problem either, by the way.
0: No, not at all. Um,
1: Arizona's got Byron Murphy and a bunch of dudes that you've never heard of, and Chicago's got Jalen Johnson and a bunch of dudes you've never heard of. You know,
0: Yeah. So I, I think he's a guy that could be of interest. I mean mm-hmm. – Honestly, right now, I think you're, you, if you bring somebody in, you can kind of ease them in as your dime slot. Right. You're going to open the season. With, we know who the starters are in opening yeah. day. Yeah.
1: I wonder, though, you know, you mentioned this before, considering the opponent, do you think all four current Steeler corners not only dress, of course they dress, but do they all play quite a bit
0: against the Bills? They might. I don't know if Justin Lane plays a lot.
1: Because uh, there really isn't a second slot of those three. But you're going to need defensive backs on the field against yeah. the Bills. I mean, you
0: may bump – you may play with, with Marcus Allen as your slot. Or mm-hmm. You may play with, with you know – That's what I was thinking, or Kellebrew or something. Yeah, you know, one of know, those guys. Or you may just go straight nickel. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. you feel like the other receivers on, on the Bills' roster, okay, they, they were going to play four, but – Yeah, and are you, you concerned your pass rush. Are you concerned about number four as you are mm-hmm. – I mean, number one is the –
1: Oh yeah, without question. also Cole Beasley's status is strange right now too yeah,
0: yeah. I mean they're kind of the bills are a little nicked up right now like
1: they are a little bit.
0: even Diggs hasn't practiced a lot much mm-hmm. in this preseason
1: No, you're right they are not they, they bring back a lot of what they had and they're very cut and dry of what they are as a team I mean they're pretty transparent of what they want to do but they have had a couple injuries just throughout the preseason and, and they're playing real cautious with them, I'm sure yeah. you know
0: could Carl Joseph be that guy?
1: I wonder that. For those who don't realize, he just got signed. To the they practice just signed squad. him to the
0: practice squad.
1: They've flirted with him for a couple of years now. He can run. He's undersized, shorter, strong to me. Yeah, he tested really well. WVU fans will remember him. Hitter, more of a 1980 smack you type of guy. Right,
0: but he can run. I Put him in the they... slot and say, hey, don't worry about covering a guy. Just smack him, to, you know,
1: beat him up, hit and him hard. We'll get him rush the passer yeah. or you know, yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah, it's interesting. He's an interesting pickup.
0: Another option. I I think he and Killebrew, who's also a big hitter.
1: Right. Bigger-bodied guy. Yeah. Yeah. Give
0: you that option there. Mm -hmm. Because it seems all along that they've been looking for somebody to replicate Mike Hilton's.
1: Yeah. And probably some blitzing involved, too, and physicality. Um, I prefer those two safeties you mentioned, Killebrew and Joseph. Versus, you know, uh, a tight end type than a Beasley type, yeah. you know, out of the slot. But if it's one game, two games, and again, I keep bringing up the pass rush, people get the ball out quick against this defense. Yeah. You know, I mean, that, that's the whole key. If you can, if your pass rush is winning, their job's a lot easier.
0: Uh, some other interesting names out there that I looked at, uh, one was Craven on LeBlanc. Uh, he was with the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Um, previously played with the Eagles, Lions, and Bears. Um, a little bit of pedigree. A, plays a thou, he's played a, a thousand career snaps in the slot. Yeah, right, right. I mean, so he's done it. He's done it. Uh, Chris Banjo, who just got uh, released by the Cardinals, is a safety. Okay. He's a bigger box type guy. Yeah, but,
1: I say he's a little bigger than these guys. I but think. he played
0: sixty-one snaps in the slot last year. Most safeties do see some time in the slot. Sure, sure. Uh, I, I brought up uh, Will Parks was a guy that I brought up. That to was you.
1: the name you mentioned. I was sitting there racking my brain who that was. He has a uh, little bit of a track record too. Yeah,
0: and then. Uh, what about Demarius Randall?
1: Interesting. He's kind of always been a fish out of water at the NFL level. Early pick. His best years were as a deep free safety where you could just kind of let him go, but he wasn't quite good enough to yeah. hang your hat just on that.
0: He's but, played outside cornerback. He's played yeah. in the slot. He's done all that kind of stuff. He's an
1: athlete. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wonder, I mean. I have no idea if this is true about him or not, but is he a slow learner? Is there something that's holding him back because he's got the athletic ability and the pedigree? Would he acclimate quickly? I don't know. You'd have to know the player and the scouting report on him. Interesting, though. You did a name of quite a few names. And what's what's interesting, it's not the case for the Steelers, but when you look at 31 other teams, are all of them going to keep two slots? You know, like Washington is invested in their secondary. Are they going to keep – if Moreland loses a starting slot job, well – you know, yeah. he, he's, he's making
0: too much money for us to keep his. Uh, yeah,
1: or he's an okay special teamer, but not a special one. You know, so we're only going to keep one of those guys, the yeah. one little guy. You know, yeah. or you
0: got a young guy that you drafted who's your your backup there, and you think, well, we're gonna, we just invested a fourth round draft pick in this guy, right? You know,
1: Th- that's gold. I yeah. mean, if you have a fourth or fifth round slot, that's making he's nothing. making nothing, right? Yeah, yeah that that but they always are going to win the the tiebreakers. So no, there's some names. None of those make me do handstands, but Moreland's the most interesting to me. And I also know the health issues with all of them. Some of them might be nursing something or whatever. Well, too, if they got cut,
0: they're, they're probably not nursing. They probably aren't. Yeah, yeah they're right. probably healthy enough to pass a physical.
1: So as we sit here on what Wednesday, do we know if the Steelers claimed anyone off waivers? We don't. No. Okay, because I had heard I saw a tweet right before I left my house today that they were showing. Not who got picked up, but I forget who put it out, Albert Breer or one of those guys or Schefter or somebody. They were showing the teams that had the most people plucked off their roster. I guess the Niners and Jags had four that they cut that were picked up and there was several with three and so they came up with at least twenty seven names or players, not the names, that got You know, added, but there's probably more. I bet there's about fifty of them that got picked up. So chances are the Steelers grabbed one. I'm just doing the math.
0: Well, I mean, you don't know. The problem the Steelers have is that they're way down the pecking (laughs) order. So late, yeah.
1: Yeah. A lot of people have to say no for them to have a shot at them. Yeah.
0: So, you know, it's set up so that the worst teams in the league are going to Mm -hmm. benefit the most from that kind of stuff.
1: But even if I'm just picking a team randomly, if the Jets picked up five guys, and one of them's a slot corner. They're probably cutting a slot they're gonna corner. A, yeah. Yeah, they're <laughs> right. going so to, to, to cut us Yeah, they're going to Still opens another opportunity. Somebody's right. going to get let go.
0: So uh, this, I mean, it, it goes back to our for initial, for initial statement yeah. That, yeah. that this 53-man roster is going to change. I, I, in fact, lot. I was talking with one of the Steelers PR people today about that, and uh, Michael Birch. He's, he's been with the team for three years now, mm-hmm. and he was you know talking about the, the roster. And uh, I said, you know, you, I can remember like Anthony Ciccolo, his rookie year on Saturday, was tweets out, I made the 53-man roster, I'm happy. His girlfriend <laughs> right. tweets something out, I'm so proud go of Go to a nice dinner, and have the a The next party. day he's cut, yeah. you know, to make room for somebody else that they signed, and that's just the way it goes. Yeah, like the Turk didn't come get like, me today, so I'm safe. Just but you're getting still a, not yeah, safe, you're, yeah. You're not safe on that 53-man roster until week. until they go to Buffalo. You get on the plane to Buffalo. Yeah, it's a pretty good start. That's when you're going to get your first check.
1: You'll at least get checked. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah, That's a good way of looking at, it, especially this year with all that space in between. And really, if you're not even active in Buffalo, you better be worried. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, because they're going to add somebody after Week One. You know, and somebody's going to get hurt, and it's just very fluid. The bottom of rosters are rough.
0: Yeah. Um, so you better be able to play special teams. And I think to me. Looking at the Steelers' roster and what they did, they kept six inside linebackers. Mm. Those are special teams nah, guys. special teams. I mean, or, that's a right. serious nod to special teams. They kept, you know, four running backs, including Benny Snell. Mm-hmm. Again, a nod to the special teams Without question. aspect of it. Yeah.
1: Um, I, I'd I, expect to be pretty good on teams. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I they, like their specialists, and I think Smith is a, a really good coordinator. It doesn't get that you know type of recognition that he should by Steeler Nation. If you keep that many core-type special teamers, you're giving him what he wants.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think uh, that was definitely something that they looked at and said, you know what, our coverage units were really good mm-hmm. in the preseason. It didn't matter who we put out there. True. Um, let's continue to be really good at that.
1: Yeah, keep a strength of strength. And we'll and...
0: figure out the rest of this here as this goes on. Maybe you add some guys here or there. And you still have those two spots on game days that you can – activate guys off your practice squad. Right, right, right. So, yeah, they've only got eight offensive linemen on the roster right now. That doesn't mean that they'll go in to get the game on in Buffalo with eight. With
1: eight, or seven. If or seven, seven there. If, if Right. It, they'll have
0: an extra guy available.
1: And eight's not the end of the world on game day.
0: Typically, that's what you keep active. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. It is peculiar to me that they have eight defensive linemen, but I just think that, that they were really good players, maybe more so than they think that they have – Six stud inside linebackers. Well, we've been, you know, I've
0: been saying all along that one of their toughest cuts was going to be on the defensive line, without question. And they ended up not cutting any of them. No.
1: <laughs> and you wonder <laughs> are they in talks with the team to trade warmly, or who knows? Potentially. You know? I mean, yeah, there's, there's there's that things things potential, and,
0: and you know maybe if it, all things being equal, let's say two it's available. Well, then okay, now you now you get a decision to make, but mm-hmm. you didn't you didn't want to have to make that decision until you had to make the decision.
1: And you got to realize too. I mean, uh, we keep stressing this that this is a very short term. 53 because you know not only does it to week one but the coaches look at it this way more than the personnel people that what problems might we have building our, our game day actives for Buffalo well D lines a little questionable right now let's keep an extra so I can get over that first hurdle of the race you know and there's 17 hurdles you know I mean it's it, you got to look at it short term
0: yeah for sure and, and I, I think with the with the flexibility that the NFL has given, you know, 16 guys in the practice squad, including veteran All players. veterans, right, right. A lot of familiar can, names on And you can books. protect some of those names that they can't be signed off your practice squad by somebody else. Mm-hmm. That roster, really, your, your 53-man roster is, is, way bigger. is really a, like a 59-to-60-man roster.
1: Exactly. Yeah, I think that's the way people should look at it. And somebody could come pluck one of those guys off your roster. That could happen. But I mean, they're not the best players in the league or anything. No, they I mean, if somebody signs going.
0: somebody off your practice squad, they got to put them on their fifty-three man roster, mm-hmm. and they have to be there, I think, for three weeks.
1: I mean, teams like Houston and Detroit should do that. Yeah, you know. But um, what was I going to say about that? It's just, I, I think that the roster construction maybe last year took front offices and teams by storm a little bit. Like we didn't plan for this, and
0: I don't think anybody really knew.
1: How do we best utilize yeah. all those spots? And we talked so much before about, well, you better keep an extra kicker because you can't get one on a plane. And, you know, like right. all these extenuating things in the world that was going on. What if your punter goes out? You know, oh, no, you, know, you better keep one of those. Now I think people have kind of sunk in that we just really have bigger rosters. Right. really. The reality of it. Additional we have spots. A, yeah. a lot of guys at our disposal. That we may switch in and out depending on the game and injury and who we're playing and those type of guys.
0: I know uh, one guy that they did lose, uh, he signed with the Giants, was Quincy Roche. Yeah. He was the only draft pick that they didn't keep. And I didn't, have, I didn't have them keeping him on my final 53-man roster. Jameer Jones was better. Jameer Jones deserved
1: it more than him. Yeah, But I. not that it breaks my heart. I mean, he's a six-round pick, but I would have liked Roche to be a Steeler. I mean, I thought he showed enough to be worth it. I could see why the Giants would get him. They probably had a decent grade on him coming out of school. And nothing in the preseason changed their mind. They're always looking for edge guys, too. Uh, they're kind of basically a 3-4 team, too. So, I wish he was still around. Um, B.J. Finney's the other name yeah. I thought that was, you know, noteworthy. But as of right now, he's not employed, right? I mean, unless he got picked up off waivers. I haven't, nobody, seen any, yeah, I haven't seen any news of him being – But it wouldn't surprise
0: up. me. I mean, he's, he's an NFL player. He's an NFL
1: player. Yeah, yeah, he is. And, I mean, I guess he's been – I mean, the last year hasn't been kind to him for his resume. I mean, if you don't know him or watched every snap. But, I mean, I think he would be a backup guard for somebody. For somebody, yeah. 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 I don't yeah. think
0: so. Yeah. Um, do you have any insight of why he's not around? I just think they want they wanted the to keep eight line, defensive yeah. linemen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's part game. of it. It was a numbers game. Yeah, I mean, that's pure and simple. I think if they had, you know, apples to apples there, they'd probably keep him. But mm-hmm. but they know. just
1: think Davis or Bugs or whoever's better at football yeah. or younger and cheaper. And, and Austin hours
0: know. their backup center. Right, so. right,
1: right. So I mean, all the backup spots are dealt with.
0: I know people are looking at this and going, well, they don't have a backup interior offensive lineman. That's what Joe Haig does. I say
1: Haig can do that. Yeah. Yeah. So. But I bet their eyes are open for one.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, there's we, no doubt. Yeah, yeah,
1: without question. Yeah. I mean, the
0: line's a little concerning. It's been concerning all camp. Yeah. Why should this be any different? You right.
1: Know? No, you're 100% right. I guess I guess it's just now that there's a deadline, it scares me more. I kept thinking, well, we got a lot of practice. Chooks will look better. Banner will get out there. You know. And, yeah. And, and, you're not getting any of those answers. Right. So. I mean, except seeing more and more damn more.
0: Yeah. Uh, we're going to take a break he is Matt Williamson I'm Dale Lally you're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio Uh, that's going to do it for this segment so for my partner Matt Williamson for Jacob Recht here on site keeping us on the air I'm uh, Dale Lally we thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio